Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. One. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. Glad you could join us. And um, we have a, an exciting show for you today as we try to save America or free America one enslaved mind at a time. We have Sheriff Richard Mack. And uh, he, first time I ever heard him say this, we were uh, we traveled up to Kingman together to do a, a joint meeting with the community up there on a recall effort. And he got up before the crowd and says, uh, yeah, I took on the Clintons in Supreme Court and beat them, and I'm one of the few to live to tell about it. <laughs> The best lines I ever heard. But anyway, before we join Richard, we got to take care of some quick business here. Uh, the food supply is getting bad. I've got some anonymous tips from farmers. I got one yesterday, and I got two more today, and they're afraid to come on the show, and I'm not sure why. I'm going to find out why because I'm talking to a couple of them later. But fertilizer is uh, undergoing a lot of corruption, let me put it that way, and it's going to affect our food supply. And not only that, so is natural gas. And we could have the same problem as the Europeans in heating our homes this, as early as this coming winter. So we're working on that. You need food, folks. You need to step outside the system. And uh, we have the best storable food out there, My Patriot Supply, MPS. Most of them have sold out to the government. Some could not keep up demand. MPS has not only done all that, they've kept up and rejected the government, but they also are offering you a sale and they haven't raised prices. Uh, 2,000 calories per day on their average meal, lots of variety in the meals. Go to preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. And additionally, well, we've teamed with uh, MyPillow. Uh, Mike Lindell's people reached out to us. I love Mike Lindell. Love him. He risked everything for election integrity. He didn't have to do this. He was making money hand over fist, and now he's been severely threatened. And they said, would you like to help Mike and, and get on board and promote his products? I said, darn right I would. And uh, so he's offered us a great deal here. Uh, half off or two for one for everything. Everything. And, and all you need to do is go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, and look at what they got. And you'll say, oh, my gosh. Now, to get the discount, you've got to use the coupon code Hodges. So MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. One more. One more, ladies and gentlemen. And I've used these people multiple times. Uh, Noble Gold, and it's not just about gold, but they can save your 401K, your IRA, which Biden is destroying with his economic policies. And if you gold back them, you're going to be okay. They also have other investment programs, diversification programs, which you need. You need to diversify because the dollar is in trouble. Good news is the dollar will be one of the last fiat currencies to fall. The bad news is it's probably going to fall. I mean, we keep adding debt to it. There's no way to overcome it. And we're going to have to restructure at some point. But right now, you need to be outside the system as much as possible. Go to, well, let me give you the phone number. That will be more direct because I think urgency is on is, is really necessary. Call 877-646-5347. It's 877-646-5347. That takes care of our sponsors for this particular show. And I don't think Richard Mack needs any introduction. He's been a guest on our show before. He's well-known nationally. He's an in-demand speaker around the country because people want to know how the sheriffs can save us. And that's what we're going to talk about today with Sheriff Richard Mack. Richard, how are you doing? Doing really well, Dave. Thanks. It's uh, great to be back home with you. Yeah, it really is. I know you've been traveling a lot. What have you done recently? Well, the biggest thing we did was we had the Freedom Fest and a national CSPOA press conference in Vegas 
Um, all that happening uh, about two and a half weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, oh man, it was it was really huge. Uh, and pursuant to that uh, CSPOA press conference, of course, we had Reuters there, New York Times, a few other Nevada stations. One that was very conspicuously missing was the biggest newspaper in Nevada, uh, the Las Vegas Review Journal. I sent them about ten emails, called them, and talked to them in person, uh, and they sent no one, no one. Uh, and there's probably several reasons why. Uh, one, they're cowards. Two, they don't want to hear the truth. Uh, and three, uh, they have a real uh, irony, maybe a dichotomy even going on there, because Joey Gilbert, who ran against Sheriff Lombardo for governor, and Lombardo is still the acting sheriff of Clark County, the biggest county in uh, Nevada, uh, Joey Gilbert has uh, screamed and accused uh, the whole election process of being fraudulent. And that would be incumbent now upon the sheriff to conduct an investigation on his own election, uh, which obviously is not going to happen. Uh, he's a corrupt sheriff. Uh, he always has been. Uh, and the one before him was also, and it's just, it's really hard in Las Vegas, uh, to find somebody who's not tied to the mafia or to the power elites. Uh, and of course, uh, Vegas is not the only one that does that in the country, but they're pretty well known for that. Uh, they've earned their reputation of being corrupt there. And so Joey Gilbert, uh, demanded a recount and they said, well, you lost by 10 points. You have to pay for it, which he did. He paid for it. Uh, and it was the same thing. And I even told Joey, I know Joey very well. I said, Joey, you're just recounting bad ballots. You said 200,000 ballots were stuffed in the election. Well, if that's the case, all you did was uh, recount the bad ballots. He goes, I understand that. But he says, in order to appeal this and to keep my um, legal action against the uh, election, is I had to ask for a recount. Lawfully, I had to ask for a recount. I said, okay, so now where do you go? He says, well, I'm amassing all the evidence, and we're going to go to court. And so here again, though, Lombardo has a moral and legal obligation to call for an investigation. Now, he, if I were him, of course, you don't have your own agency do the investigation. You either have the state or uh, uh, some other outside agency, and, and I don't think the state uh, law enforcement should be doing it either. They're too tied to it. So I think they should be asking for an out-of-state investigation and uh, ask somebody to come in and do it. And uh, But, you know, that's not going to happen because they're all too corrupt there. Uh, and uh, Joey's going to be on his own. And, and God bless him for his belief that uh, he, he's going to fight this. And, and he has every right to fight it. And we have every right in this country to question our government as to how our votes are tabulated. Mm -hmm. And yet the national media and uh, the Democrats, of course, all want to downplay that and say, oh, well, if you question government, then you're part of the big lie. And isn't it amazing, Dave, that uh, the national media... MSNBC, CNBC, CBS, NBC, uh, ABC, uh, CNN. Oh, and by the way, CNN will be at my home tomorrow. Oh, really? Uh, to interview me, uh, pursuant to our our press conference. They, they. I don't know if they weren't able to or just didn't. But anyway, uh, get to our uh, national press conference, which Mike Lindell was there, Patrick Byrne was there. Uh, there were a lot of great people there. Ten, ten, eleven sheriffs nationwide. Two or three from Nevada, but we had them as far away as uh, Virginia, uh, Texas, and it was it was an amazing event. And we we are just saying this, and I know I'm bouncing all over here, but we're just I, I'm trying to stay focused on the election fraud. There's too much evidence now to say no. Uh, our talking points are going to get rid of this. Their talking points have failed. And it, but my amazing point there was. The White House and all these national media that I just read off uh, are all part of the same talking points. 
And there's a company, and I, I'm sorry, I can't remember the name of the company, but there's a name of the company that both of them are using to make sure they're on the same page. Isn't that amazing? The White House using a PR firm that the national media also uses to make sure they're all on the same talking point. And the main talking, two talking points they have is the big lie from Donald Trump, and the other one is this was the safest and most secure election in American history. Well, Dave, uh, you remember when Biden said that 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 uh, they had some great organization about voter election fraud? I think he said it in one of the debates, if I remember right. Yes. Well, he said it recently. He said it recently. Oh, really? Well, he said this in 2020 when he was running for election. We have, and I thought it was one of his dementia ramblings. He said, "We have assembled," and I'm going to paraphrase, but he said, "We have assembled the greatest vote fraud fraud team ever." in American history. Right. And it was yeah, words that effect. And he's repeated that. Oh my yeah, gosh. he's repeated that. But but this is my question. Why hasn't anyone in the media asked him what the hell he meant? What are you talking about? Because the the right all said, yeah, he's talking about his election fraud organization that is making sure election fraud happens. Just like Donald Trump predicted and by the way, I don't want to blow my own horn here, but I will anyway. I said the same thing. I said, Donald Trump is not returning to the White House. He he will uh, be robbed of this election, and the Democrats will cheat. They'll lie, cheat, steal, or murder to make sure he stays out. And they've been trying to ruin him and murder him politically ever since. And I can't believe that they haven't shot him, because they really want this guy out of there. If they don't but get him out on the J6, that, yeah, if they don't get him out on J6, they ha- Why hasn't anybody asked uh, Biden, in any of the press conferences, what the hell he meant by that? Because the left said, oh, he's just talking about that they were going to prevent election fraud. He just didn't read the teleprompter right, as you alluded to. So, what did he mean? But nobody asked him. Nobody asked him. And he still said, but anyway. It, well, it is so corrupt, and I guess that's what we're really dealing with. You know, Richard, I'm going to say this, too. Um, um, and, and, and I'm going to brag for a second. But I'm also going to brag on somebody else. Uh, I started getting uh, insider tips inside the uh, Maricopa County audit, the, uh, run by Karen Fant, who totally botched that on purpose. And I was getting information that key things weren't being looked at. Evidence was being altered. This was from inside the audit team. We're contacting mm-hmm. me and say, Dave, we know you're an activist. Da, da, da. So I started looking into it. I published a five-part series on what was going on from my sources and when I started publishing here's what's interesting I got attacked by the establishment they started contacting people like Sarah Westall and Paul Preston Paul Preston was told if you keep lining up with Dave Hodges on this you're going to get killed Sarah Westall was told your reputation is going to be destroyed they called from what I know 13 of my colleagues to say do not publish his stuff and the other person I'm going to reference that did, and, and I feel I did really good work here because the audit was the fraud, and I exposed that as well as what happened in the election, and so did Liz Harris. And we took different approaches, but we ended up on the same square. And then here comes 2,000 Mules, that movie, and they validated just about everything that uh, Liz and I said, were saying. So Arizona's not the only, I'll <laughs> put it this way, Nevada's not the only state that's corrupt, Richard. Arizona, oh, totally. yeah. Nevada has nothing on Arizona and vice versa. They're both corrupt. <laughs> yeah, and every time, uh, you know, like, I got a call last night uh, from a lady in Yavapai County. She goes, I keep hearing that Yavapai County is so corrupt. And I said, I keep hearing that about every county in the state, every county in the country. Right. Especially if you don't like what they're doing. But but let's go back to what you said. It's a very... Before you go to that story, let, 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 I'm going to validate mm-hmm. what you just said with that lady. Let me jump in. Just real quick story. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Um, lady named Mona, who, who used to run uh, Yavapai Rising, is now disbanded. Um, they had me up to speak twice. And I have spoke also to it, uh, another group up there. And I went up and I talked specifically about how they had to get rid of their county clerk and recorder. Well, I think she was forced to resign. She's not running for re-election. But they're strongly Republican up there, and the audience needs to know this. But they siphoned votes off to influence the state election. And they siphoned off as many as 15,000 votes, as far as we can tell. And that's more than the margin of victory claimed by Biden. And 
they did the same crap up there with the voting machines. They did the same crap up there with the ballot stuffing that they did in Maricopa County. Exactly the same. Now, here's what happened to Mona. Mona found, and I'll tell you the story off the record because I'm not going to talk about specific names because I don't want to get my car blown up. But let's put it this way. We found corruption inside the audit team that was so profound that when Mona was looking into it and pulling public records, that signaled what she was looking at. She returned home one night with her boyfriend, and there was an assailant there waiting for them, and they shot him in the head, but he didn't lose consciousness. He returned fire and shot the assailant twice. They both survived, but here's the deal. The county prosecutors up there, and you want to hear about corruption? This is why I wanted to tell this story. The corruption is so bad in Yavapai County that they're only charging the man, not with attempted first-degree homicide, which is what the police wanted to charge him with. The county is only charging him with a weapons violation. And these are the same county prosecutors that found crack paraphernalia inside a rental car in the Prescott Airport and refused to charge Hunter Biden. Same M.O. That's how corrupt Yavapai County is. Oh, my. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts that help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial free, censorship free, and we're getting five star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at the TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water. With Dave.com. That's waterwithdave.com. Save $80 for a short time. Gosh, I hadn't heard either one of those. I had never heard either one of those. Yeah, Mona Patton was the lady's name. We're still in communication, but she's she's close to the ground now. She's laying low for obvious reasons because they tried to murder her for what she found out. Well, you'll be happy to know, though, they are putting Amish farmers in prison. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry, the streets are safer now uh, because the federal government has really been going after the Amish. They don't want independent food producers. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your story, so let's go back. No, I was just going back to what you said at the beginning, and, of course, that's what we always talk about to an extent, uh, and that is the sheriffs. Uh, and and I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, Dave, I believe that they're the only solution we have left. I agree. And I mean the only solution. Uh, And and this is it. And this is what we're trying to get out to the sheriffs, and this is going to be our next email blast to the sheriffs in the entire country. You have it within your power 
and it is your prerogative to join with other sheriffs united against the corruption of this regime. Even the sheriffs that are complaining about uh, the chaos at the border, and rightfully so, they could literally get their posses and others, anybody and everybody, to go down to that border. If, if, if I would like to see the sheriffs ask for the National Guard uh, first and foremost, because they have the resources. The posses are a little bit limited on resources, and they might be limited on how much time they can be down there. But literally, every single problem going on, now with more gun control going on, the sheriffs can and should, and in some instances already have, warned the federal government, you're not going to do that in my county. There will be no gun control from the federal government in my county. And imagine a 1,000, 1,500 sheriffs telling the federal government that. There's not a damn thing they could do about it. And these sheriffs have it within their power to restore our Constitution and civil rights and civil liberties and God-given liberty to America tomorrow. And maybe we should say today. They can do it today. They don't need to ask permission from anybody. They can already do it. And once they realize that it is within their power to restore liberty to America, I think they'll do it. What percentage do you think will do it? Well, right now we have about 5%, and we actually need about 30 to 35%. We need a third. So yeah, I agree got, with that. that work. Well, in Maricopa County, which also was one of the prime focus of the movie 2000 Mules, um, yeah. We have a sheriff who's a communist who is owned by George Soros, and uh, that brings him into contact with communist China. We have a board of supervisors that have strong communist Chinese ties. How do we overcome it in a large county like Maricopa County? Yeah, I know. Uh, it, it really <laughs> It really would be nice to have Maricopa County on board, and maybe next election we will. Uh, I don't believe Penzone won this past one, uh, even with his millions from uh, Soros. But, yeah, he's bought and paid for by Soros, and, and he pretty much admits it. And you know what? I had another sheriff, and I'm not going to say his name. I had another sheriff in Arizona who I was speaking to a few months ago. Uh, in fact, even less, a few weeks ago. And he said that Penzone is a good man. And he even went so far as to say that Penzone is a man of principle. And the very next line, he said, yes, I know he took a lot of money from Soros. I said, you just contradicted yourself, Sheriff. Mm-hmm. You don't take money from Soros and then call yourself a man of principle. I said, he's bought and paid for, and that's all there is to it. And his conduct during the audit, the vote, was criminal. So what else can you say? It was criminal in many, many ways, yeah. When you're, well, okay, let's go to the governor. And folks, we're not just describing Arizona. We're describing your state in all likelihood, too, where Republicans are largely rhinos. That's why I've called for the unelection of the uh, incumbents in most cases. But our governor, our governor, 2017 National Governors Association public meeting said, oh, we love selling rare earth minerals to China. They need them for their military. And this is the same governor who, communist China, saved his business, Cold Stone Creamery, which was in disarray in this country until the Chinese picked it up. I'm sure you know that story, too. First of of all, it's a lousy product. I mean, you you could literally, anybody could do what he does. Go get some ice cream at the grocery store and mix it with some nuts and fruit. So... It's it's a lousy product. It's a very average product, at best. And I, I don't know where it came from that that became so popular. Uh, you want to go get some good ice cream? Go to Freddy's or Culver's or Andy's uh, or Nielsen's frozen custard. Frozen custard is ten times better tasting, and uh, it's even a little bit better for you. But no, he he's got a lousy product, and I don't know. Uh, how he did it. Maybe he must have had a good marketing team or something. But I, I don't respect uh, Ducey at all. And he's been so wishy-washy on election fraud. Uh, he was back and forth on 
uh, mass mandates or, or COVID-19 mandates. He doesn't respect the rule of law. He doesn't respect individual liberty. And let me tell you something, Ducey. Uh, I'll tell this to every governor and every public official. Whether I wear a diaper on my face or not is none of your business. And 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 uh, it, it's it's a, a, so crazy that we've actually arrested people in this state and in this country for not wearing a diaper on their face, for not shutting their church down, even arresting ministers for having conducted church. And they all say, that's fine because... We have to take care of you. You are not in charge of taking care of me or anyone else in this state or country. Your job is to protect our liberty. That's your job. Let me see you do that at least. Try it for one year that you would actually do your job in protecting liberty. What liberty? Um, just, just yeah, We all know yeah. about the Second Amendment, which I want to get to, but the, let me tell you, I was running a basketball camp up in Colorado, and so I got to listen to some of the local media, and KOA, the largest station in the state, has become so liberal I couldn't stand it. And they, here's how they described anyone like Tina Peters from Grand Junction who would challenge her election. She was oh, I love Tina Peters. Absolutely love her. Yeah, but but anyway, um, uh, Tina was called by KOA an election denier. Like, you have no right to question an election. And I'm thinking, no. well, if we were in Russia, you might be right. <laughs> this is where we're yeah. at, Richard. Yeah. yeah. You can't even question it. But what she did was extremely courageous in trying to preserve evidence of the election fraud. And then, of course, they arrest, they arrest her. Now, Sheriff Darleaf has been conducting an investigation on election fraud in his county, in Berry County, Michigan, for almost two years. He saw, he saw it way before anybody else did. And he's not a Trump man. In fact, he and I say the same thing. This is not about Trump. It's about a coup against the American people, stealing our birthright to be in charge, to be we the people in charge of this country. And now we're not even allowed to pick our own public officials because they have stolen that. And and so this is, oh, my goodness. And so even asking the question, how were our votes done, they call you a racist, uh, an election fraud conspiracy nut, and, oh, you go for the big lie. Why don't you guys just answer the question? If everything was safe and secure on this election, what problem would it be for you to show that and to demonstrate it? And yet the two, uh, have you heard of the two red pills from Utah? Red pill moms? Yes. Well, they were, they were at our press conference. They've been on uh, my show, the Sheriff Mac show on Brighty on TV. And we've become best friends that Sophie and, and uh, Jen, uh, fantastic ladies. That's all they did, Dave. They just called three counties in Utah and said, "Now, how many how many voters are registered, and how many people voted in the last election?" And they refused to answer. They said, "You're not certified. You're not uh, qualified to ask that question. Who do you think you are?" And they turned them over to the federal government investigators. Turned what, them over on, on what the charge? Uh, asking questions, asking questions. I guess, yeah. Wow. <laughs> they weren't. They weren't certified. They weren't certified to ask questions. Just like the Amish farmer. The Amish farmer didn't get permission to uh, not pasteurize his milk. So, of course, they have to go to prison for that. So there are so many Amish being attacked, and and uh, so excuse my uh, insistence on going back to them because I see criminals going free, like Hillary and Bill and and Hunter Biden. And I don't think anything's still going to ha- happen to Hunter Biden. I don't either. I uh, it, it, you know, he, he won't get it. But if if he does, he'll just start selling more paintings anonymously uh, to anonymous uh, buyers at 500000 per whack. And everybody thinks that's fine. National media, CNN, I'm going to ask them about that when they come to my home tomorrow. Why is it okay that Hunter Biden sells paintings that are lousy uh, for 500000 to anonymous people. Why is that okay? 
Uh, but anyway, you could go through everything. What are they going to? What What is CNN going to uh, ask you about? Have they said? Yeah, it's mostly about the election fraud. You know, that's where we're at. That's where the sheriffs are at. And, oh. and I guess they got wind. Mm-hmm. I think they did say that they read the Reuters write up about us. Uh, and and again, two and a half weeks ago, we had Mike Lindell there, and so we had we had the top notch people. We had sheriffs on our uh, panel discussion. Uh, about election fraud and the importance of being Sheriff uh, Scott Williams from uh, Coriel County, Texas. Man, he gives a powerful conversion when he went to our uh, national convention. And, and he said, you know what? I almost didn't go because I saw these things on the Internet about Sheriff Mack. And, it, and, man, if you believe the Internet, Sheriff Mack's the Antichrist. But he said, I had a constituent that said, look, just go see for yourself. Just go see for yourself. So all of you should be asking that of your sheriffs. Go to our training and see for yourself. If you didn't do anything else, sheriff, read the only time in history where a sheriff beat the federal government at the U.S. Supreme Court. Read that decision. And instead of going over the entire decision, which would take you hours, I have a little booklet that you can get off our website at cspoa.org. CSPOA.org. Every citizen, Dave, should read that case and see how amazing it is. And that's another thing I'm going to ask CNN. Would it be incumbent upon every sheriff and every public official to read my case and enforce it? Or is it just okay to ignore uh, the Supreme Court? Or try to politically, which would be a crime, by the way, politically Stack the deck in the Supreme Court so the Democrats always get their way. That is illegal. Okay? And yet, they've come out and said that's exactly what they're going to do. The Supreme Court would have to rule against that because it's illegal. To stack the deck for your political benefit is illegal. Yeah, it is. To do that with the Supreme Court. Anyway, there's so many crimes to talk about, Dave. There's oh gosh, too many. I know. Richard, I know. That's why I, it's been too long since I've had you on, but I know you've been so busy traveling and uh, serving your cause, which which uh, I wish we had other sheriffs taking up the, the cross, so to speak. Are they doing it? Do you have any help? I mean, yeah. are sheriffs also other sheriffs yeah, traveling around the country? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. And, and um, some national sheriffs that we've worked with, all across the country, uh, decided, and I'm not sure why they did this, but it's fine with me. Uh, in fact, I wish there was another hundred of them, actually. Uh, I wish all of them were under the CSPOA, but it doesn't need to be. And so PAN, PAN, Protect America Now, and most of theirs is aimed at the border, but they go into other issues. Uh, but one thing they don't have is they don't have a Supreme Court case, and I hope they use mine. Because it's so pertinent to today's issues. Yeah, let, let's review, review your case very quickly in the highlighted points so, and, and tell us well, how was, that applies it, to today. Yeah, that's that's a really good point because it was all about overreach, you know, and it was, yes, gun control because it was the Brady Bill that we defeated. But six sheriffs joined me in this lawsuit, but I started the whole thing right here in Safford, Arizona. And the the main point was... We are not subject to federal direction. Now, don't you wish every politician and governor and state legislature knew that? This case says that. And he also talks about, Scalia did such an amazing job on this. He took us through a history lesson that proves the federal government is not our boss. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Uh, they have very limited involvement in the states and, and almost none. And that the states are in charge of their states. And that if the federal government gets out of line, it's our job to put them back in their proper lane of traffic. 
And this is all paraphrasing what Scalia said, but the bottom line is, he said, he quotes the Federalist Papers. I'll, I'll give two quotes to finish your, your, uh, the answer on your question. One from Federalist 51. Quote, hence, a double security arises to the rights of the people because, and I added that word, quote, the different governments will control each other. That's how a double security arises to our rights, Dave. If, if every government is there trying to protect us from the tyranny and overreach of the other two branches. And yet the executive branch, which is our police and the president, they believe, well, at least the police say this frequently, and sheriffs, when they give me excuses as to why they can't stand for liberty, will say this same thing. And that is, uh, I don't have the authority to do that. Uh, the federal government is there, and, and I work, and I answer to the legislature and to the judges. I have to do what the legislature and judges tell me to do. That's a lie. That's, that's the inculcation that we've received at police academies. We work for the executive branch and we serve the American people. We do, we are not puppets of the legislature legislative or judicial branches and then finally Scalia to finish your question he said but the Constitution protects us from our own best intentions Dave right there that gets rid of all the COVID-19 mandates it gets rid of all this other crap and it puts it back to the people you have a right to question what your government is doing and you have a right to say no and you have a right to uh, non-compliance well and it's that, not working that, out that way though let, no, let, let no, me give you no. another example it's not just the executive branch um, you've got congress and correct me if i'm wrong but congress cannot conduct a criminal investigation they don't have the power to do what they're doing and putting people in jail uh, but they're doing it and they're assuming executive branch power. Isn't that amazing? That's never happened before. Yeah, exactly. How, why? Why isn't the GOP challenging this before the Supreme Court? This is a clear violation of separation of powers. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, because the GOP is not the. Uh, I mean, the Democrats are not the only problem. GOP is usually a problem too, and and that's why Washington warned us against the two-party system. Uh, both parties are guilty of the the major, major crime. Maybe not crime as much as it is an insult and injury to the American people, and that is both parties are more loyal. uh, Members of the party are more loyal to their party and to their political dogma than they are to the American people and to the Constitution. That's true. That is the problem. Yeah, there's unquestionably that's true. Yeah, I, I made a list of uh, incumbents running and I couldn't find 20 in either house that deserve to be reelected that are Republicans no I agree I think it's uh, I don't even think it's five who would you who, and, who do you think and, would be on I, that five who's your five I could tell you I could tell you um, two that normally people think in the freedom movement that are just wonderful and that's Rand Paul and Mike Lee from Utah and both of those guys would do nothing about these Amish farmers going to prison at the hands of the FDA and the USDA. And they're still uh, Amish farmers being attacked ruthlessly by these federal bureaucrats that neither Rand Paul nor Mike Lee will do anything about. And one of them went to prison, and he was Sam Gerard, and he's from Kentucky, where Rand Paul is a senator. Now, if Rand, Rand Paul was running for Congress... I'm on the air! I would probably still vote for him, but I would have another talk with him. But I spoke to him face to face, and I and I spoke to his dad on the phone, asking why they weren't doing anything about this. So I I lost a lot of, lot of respect for Rand. I lost some for Ron, uh, because he told me he talked to Rand about it, uh, but he did nothing. And I don't know if it was just oh well he can't do anything. It, it'll, it'll hurt him politically. I don't know. They never gave me a reason, but neither one of them would do anything for this innocent man, and yet they'll still talk about, yeah, we need to have prison reform. 
You want prison reform in America? Don't send innocent people and innocent Amish farmers to federal prison for for doing that which they've been doing for hundreds of years. What's the federal government's motive for going after the Amish? I don't see them as a threat. Easy target. Easy targets for their record books. Yeah, it's just easy targets. That's all. That's what's even more shameful about it. They, they know they're going to get somebody passive that isn't going to uh, defend themselves in court. And uh, this now this uh, Amos Miller in Pennsylvania, he's actually fighting back. Uh, and uh, they're having a hard time with him. But they've already fined him $250,000 uh, because uh, he's not a licensed um, meat packer uh, or um, what, uh, meat cutter. I don't know what they call it if, if you're slaughtering pigs. Uh, anyway, a butcher. He's not a licensed butcher. Uh, and he never has been. He's been doing this his whole life. Uh, and his family's been doing this for even longer. Uh, and I don't care. You know why? If I don't want to do business with him, I won't. And he's doing it all legally because he sells memberships to his co-op. And they're all owners. And if you're an owner, see, you have to go, you have to try to go around these people. But there's legal ways to do it. And so all of these people are members and owners of the co-op, and then they get to come and and they pay monthly dues, and they can come and get the stuff for free because they're already paying their dues. And and so it's too bad that we have to try to go around government like that, but government didn't buy it this time. And, you know, no one has complained. No one has hurt. No one has got bad meat or anything. Uh, and, you know, they, they could solve this all just like they did with cigarettes. Did they make cigarettes illegal? No. Do they know it kills everybody? Yeah. So they put us a warning sign on cigarettes. All they have to do, put a warning sign up in front of every one of these co-ops, every one of these Amish dairies, and say, use these products at your own risk. Period. And they'd be done. But no. See, they have to justify all the people that work for them and all this money that goes to the FDA and EPA and USDA. And so they have to find more work. To justify, oh, we're having so much trouble with all these Amish. Well, we better start putting them in jail then, teach them a lesson. And it's so corrupt. And, and I will never forgive Rand Paul or Mike Lee for doing nothing to help these people. And they could have, and they didn't. And what, I just saw what could, what could Rand Paul have done in your estimation? Oh, easy. He could have gone to the president and said, one, let's get this guy a pardon. Two, uh, Mr. President, we need to uh, haul the, uh, we need to rein in these bureaucracies. I even talked to the head guy at the FDA uh, that was going after uh, Sam Durant. And under the uh, Trump administration, I admit, they were pulling back. But then Biden took over and bam. But, uh, he got sentenced. Sam Gerard got sentenced under the Trump administration. The judge was Danny C. Reeves, Reeves, and I was there when he did it. And he said three reasons why this man went to prison. He was obstinate. In other words, you go to prison for being stubborn. He didn't get permission from the FDA. True, he didn't. And he was not, uh, he, he didn't cooperate and he wasn't remorseful. Mostly, he wasn't remorseful. So I didn't hear any statutes there that were violated. No. No, I'm sure there's there's some policies, maybe a statute on the not get permission from the FDA thing, but that's his religious beliefs. And and, uh, I even wrote on another Amish farmer in Indiana, I wrote something up and said, no matter how well-meaning... No, go... Go go, 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 go. Go Oh, sorry, the grandkids found where I was hiding. But even, even, um, let's see, they got me confused. Where, uh, let's see, I was talking about, um, the, the, oh yeah, uh, the Amish farmer that, uh, went from Indiana. His sheriff stood up for him. He didn't go to prison. He didn't even go to trial. And so the big difference is when the sheriff step in, they don't go. And if you allow them, bureaucrats, free reign on this, then they will happen. And so the only thing that ever went wrong on any of this is that you allow these bureaucrats total reign, and they'll just put people in prison. And then you get a stupid judge like Danny C. Reeves 
uh, and I believe he was appointed by Trump, uh, to, to, to do this to a family. And, and, and so, no. I told, his, I told his son, I said, if you talk to him, tell him the first thing out of his mouth, he should apologize to the court and apologize to the FDA, and he'll probably get a few months. If not, he's going to get some years. He says, my dad won't do that. He's not going to lie. And he didn't. He didn't. Have, he never apologized. What did he get, sent, he, he he get sentenced to? Six years. My God. You know, there was a There's Supreme Court. murderers that don't get that. Yeah. We let murderers out on ROR. Um, we've got a situation, though, where the Supreme Court ruled back in early June that these agencies can't make up their own rules. They can't do congressional work. Doesn't that come into play in these cases? It does, but there's too many of them. Congress can't keep up on them, and that's another thing that Rand and Mike Lee could have done. They could have gone directly to uh, the floor with more restrictions on these bureaucrats. They didn't. They could have gone right to the heads of these departments and said, you know what, do we really need to be putting Amish people in prison? Uh, Don't you think you guys need to back off a little bit? They didn't do any of that. These are people who did nothing. Another one was Jason Chaffetz. He was the, uh, the chairman of the Congress, uh, House of Representatives right. Oversight Committee. He's an oversight committee. That's what they're supposed to be doing. I sat down with him face-to-face in his office for a half an hour. Louis Gohmert, another one, sat down in his office for a half an hour. All he did was look at his watch to say how he needed to get to his Heritage Foundation retreat for the weekend. And, I mean, I, I walked and I learned a lesson. Do not wear your cowboy boots when you're walking through all those offices. They are so, so humongous and long. And and so I should have worn some really comfortable shoes, but I didn't. I wanted to look the part. And uh, Sessions' office, uh, was it Jeff Sessions, who, you, who was the AG for a while? Right. Yeah, okay. I was in his office when he was still uh, senator. His office basically told me to get lost. And I, and I said, you guys know something? Senator Sessions asked me and some other sheriffs to come to a national press conference that he had right here. And I got 25 sheriffs from across the country to come to back him up. And I think it was a border problem, an illegal immigration issue. And I said, and I got those people here, and now you're telling me to shove off. I said, you guys are absolutely the most pathetic excuse for representing the people I've ever seen. And I left. I was so mad because I said, I said, are you guys telling me to get out of here? And they just turned and ignored me when I asked that. And so, yeah, Jeff Sessions um, obviously didn't know who, who he had working for him or if they did, he was having them wrong. So that's why I say no on Mike Lee. Uh, if either one of them would do something, or if Rand Paul would apologize to the the family of Sam Gerard, um, you know, I, I would maybe forgive him on this, but neither one deserve uh, their positions uh, because they allow this kind of corruption and this type of thing to, to happen, and then they want to be held as a hero. No. Uh, Tom Massey in Congress... Uh, pretty good guy, pretty staunch. He wouldn't do anything for Sam Gerard either. Talked to his wife about him also, about Sam Gerard. I thought maybe we'd get somewhere because she really seemed like she wa- wanted to do something. But I was at a meeting where she was at, and I had breakfast with her and uh, told her why he was there, what we're trying to do. Uh, a lot of neighbors got involved with Sam Gerard. Not Amish neighbors, just regular neighbors. And so I... Uh, I don't know. Um, who else would would I put back in there? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I could come up with five. Wow! And I thought I was uh, <laughs> tough. That's pretty. Yeah, thought you were yeah. being tough, huh? You know, but get rid of all of them. We we've got to start over, and I guess that's never going to happen. So that's why I go with the sheriffs. The sheriffs yeah, can make these crooks in Washington D.C. irrelevant. And folks, we need you a part of this. And, and I'm not kidding you. This solution is not going to happen if the American people don't get involved. Don't expect your sheriff to do something that you're not willing to support. And right now, we need funding 
because we're trying to quadruple our efforts and we want to make this happen right now and we want to go to national sheriff's meetings and statewide sheriff's meetings and we want to uh, sponsor a dinner to where I get up on the uh, stage and give them an hour's worth of what they need to be doing to keep their oath of office to uphold and defend the Constitution and how the only time in history where a sheriff won a case at the U.S. Supreme Court, how that decision so applies to what they should be doing today. And, folks, you need to read that decision. Again, it's at my it's on my website at Books. It's the this, uh, Victory for State Sovereignty. Uh, oh, my goodness, it is so powerful. You don't want to miss it. But, folks, you can join the CSPOA Posse at CSPOA.org. And you can become a part of the solution and help us take this thing nationwide, bigger, better, and faster right now. We need you. The solution needs you. If you don't want a solution in Washington, D.C., okay, you're never going to get one there. <laughs> it's going to happen county by county and state by state. Well, as I travel around, I know you're right. Um, this has to be a bottom-up reform effort. Um, but we're so in trouble, so many ways. Our military, yes. our economy, um, we have we have leaders now, the ruling party. Um, they don't follow any of the Constitution. They make up their own rules in violation of the law constantly. It just is so disturbing. I wanted to go back to the earlier topic we talked about here. Um, is there a solution for the election fraud coming up with the midterm? Is there something we could be doing that we're not? I don't think it'll be in time uh, for the midterm. I don't. They're still going to use computers. Uh, they're still going to use Dominion. They're still going to use Diebold. Um, and and I actually, yesterday, I took a tour of the Maricopa County uh, Voting Center. Ground zero for voting. And uh, a county commissioner and the secretary of state, uh, I'm sorry, the county recorder, sorry, the county recorder in charge of the elections from Maricopa County, where I live, as you know, well know, uh, we spent an hour and a half, almost two hours with them going through everything. It looks like they're really honestly trying. But there's still problems, and they even said this, no matter where you go, you're still going to have the human factor where mistakes are made or um, even subterfuge could happen through some human beings. And, and they said, but that is going with strictly paper ballots, and no matter where, you're going to have problems because you have to have hundreds and hundreds of people counting all the votes, even if you didn't use computers at all. And they said, to be quite honest with you, we have found that when we hand count, and we hand count about 2% every time since he's been in there, this new guy, Steve somebody, um, Steve's a real good man, and, and so is uh, Clint Hitman, who, who took us around. But the thing of it is, what they don't get is you can't hack a paper ballot. And, and these computers are not uh, connected with the Internet, so hacking is uh, much more difficult. But they do have chips that they put in there that you you don't really know. That's that's where there's a little bit of a problem. But um, see it happens. First of all, there's not going to be enough investigations done in time. I have uh, something to say about the the current county clerk and recorder, and I'd like to hear his explanation for this. Um, and he's he's ignored my my questions, but. Uh, this is what I do know. I, I know this for a fact. The fall before of the election, the Maricopa County voter rolls were breached. They were hacked, and yeah. and and uh, this is not in dispute. And uh, and and, and uh, the predecessor to the current holder of office never bothered to notify the public. And when his successor came in. They still hadn't notified the public. I'm talking, the election happened in November. The voter registration was breached. And even Sonny Borelli admits to this. 
uh, state senator. The, the the voter rolls are breached, so they know who hadn't voted for 10 years, 20 years, and so forth. Liz Harris uncovered some of this when she went door-to-door to hundreds of thousands of homes in Maricopa County, and her people, and they found the same thing. What happened was a lot of people, oh, he moved to Illinois, but there were votes casted their name. This is how they got the votes. And they breached the voter rolls. Both of the previous guy and the present guy, Steve, said, oh, no damage was done, uh, nothing was revealed, bullcrap. They knew who voted in the last time they voted, and this is how they got their fake votes in by the breach. The breach was not even disclosed until January by a simple letter to the public that no one would have read. Sheriff, I'm, I'm not a fan of this current county clerk and recorder. He did not do his due diligence on this issue. Well, I didn't know that one, but I will definitely ask him about that one. Well, tell him to call me. Um, I've tried to reach out to yeah, his office. Okay. Tell him to call me because even, I have the dates, I have the events, and not only do I have that, we have the ballot stuffing that took place uh, as as shown on 2,000 mules and is indisputable evidence of ballot stuffing massively in Maricopa County. But they just just the votes themselves on the voter registration breach... That should have been headline news the very next day, and it wasn't. Right. It was just, yeah, yeah. And and they were they were answering every one of our questions. There was one where he uh, said, oh, "I will get back with you on that one," but it wasn't a major one like you just brought up. Um, it was just a matter of constitutional law in Arizona. Well, the current officeholder wrote a letter in January to the public and assured us that nothing bad or wrong could have happened as a result of the breach. And that's just not true. Uh, they know no. who voted when, and people who had access to those records could cast fake votes. That's a and, fact. And what we're saying, you've talked about 2,000 mules. What we're saying is every citizen needs to watch the movie and then ask your sheriff to watch the movie and to conduct an investigation. And and prove whether it happened or didn't happen in your county. But I guarantee you, there's at least five counties in Arizona where it did happen. And Yavapai is one of them. And Yuma is one of them. But Sheriff Wilmot is the first sheriff to conduct an election fraud investigation. And he's already made three arrests. Yeah, I do know that. that, That's good. But that was because of the movie. But that's a small county. That's a small county. No, I, I know. Go to Pima County and Maricopa County. You're going to make a difference. Yeah, I hear you. Well, you're never going to penetrate Pima County. It's it's uh, communism relocated into America. That's just not going to happen. But Maricopa County is salvageable. But we've got to get the right people to do it. And it, it's Correct. so. It's listen. It's so sad this has happened. Um, I'm just going to say this to you publicly, and I know we can certainly talk privately. But uh, uh, I have some resources here, and I know some people connected to the election, and I think I did really good reporting. Uh, whenever you need help, call me, because my number one worry about America. Uh, we can talk about Biden and all the other nonsense going on, but if you don't have free elections that are honest with integrity, you don't have a country. That is correct. I totally agree with you. It's the worst crime. If if any smidgen of 2,000 mules is true, it's the greatest coup and greatest crime committed against the American people in history. 2,000 mules only proved what Biden uttered in that debate about the voter fraud team they had put together. And and the evidence, if you haven't seen 2,000 mules, folks, the evidence is irrefutable. They had to, to count for voter fraud. They had to have the same guy as pinged by his cell phone go to 10 different locations and deposit fake votes. You only need to go to two to have a, to have collusion or voter fraud. They set the standards so high, and then they ran the numbers... And had that been stopped, Trump wins the election. Just based on this one fact alone, and I found five ways the election was stolen in Maricopa County in my investigation. This is just one. And just the one would have turned the election nationally. Just incredible. Hey, in the brief time we have left, Sheriff, I know you gave it out once, but get ready, folks, with your pencil, because you're going to want to be a part of what Sheriff Mack is doing. You're going to want to support his efforts. That's if you care about having free and fair elections and returning America. Quickly, in ten seconds, tell us, how we can support you go what website everybody go to cspoa constitutional sheriffs peace officers association cspoa.org become a member of the posse 
make a donation, get the information to your sheriff. Absolutely. Well, Sheriff, again, if I can be of any assistance to you, please let me know. And again, on behalf of my listeners and myself, thank you so much for joining us and for the great work that you do. Thanks, Dave. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.